Okay, and this portion of the program is brought to you this morning by Joseph Coons Men's Store, 33 East Main Street in downtown Champaign, your suit headquarters. Dave Gentry, C.W. Greer on DWS, and station manager Grant Thompson joins us this morning. Grant, how are you? Doing well yourself. Well, we're here. That's all that matters. You know, when when I pull in in the morning and I look over and I say, they're here. It's okay. Yeah. (laughs) I hope a lot of people have that attitude. You know, that's kind of the thing when, you know, when you when you run radio stations or, you know, or you're a sales manager of a radio station. So the first thing you do when you get in the car is hit every single button (laughs) and dial and say, we're on. All right. (laughs) Make sure we're on the air. Step one. Yep. Well, Grant, I see a story in the paper today. The McKinley Field game has been approved for September 24th. It's uh, Central versus Wheaton-St. Francis, I guess. You know, it doesn't have the same pizzazz as Central versus Urbana. No. but, uh, But I still think it's pretty cool and... You know, I, I, I think that uh, it will go well. I think that, uh, as it said in the article, you know, Unit 4, you know, for the time, amount of times we can be critical of them, I think they did everything correct with this and uh, put together a plan and said, you know, hey, there's every objection you could have we have an answer for, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, I know there are some people that are still kind of nervous and thinking that this is opening the door to a annual game or more than one um, in the future. And, you know, I hope that it proves itself to be successful and that's a conversation we can have. What do you think is going to happen here? I mean, right now they don't have enough seating. They don't have this. They don't have that. So a lot of the stuff we're arguing about right now is not even there. Right. So well, it said, what, 200 seats, I think, are coming from bleachers from the University of Illinois. Yeah. And that's for the visiting team side of the field and they're going to maximize i think 700 people in attendance uh, you know 700 people for a high school football game is pretty good i mean sure I, it is i think other than when you have you know some of those big rivalry games mm-hmm. you know like the cola wars or central and centennial sure i think 700 is something you'd be really sure <laughs> Maybe half that you'd be really happy with. I don't know. And I think a lot of people come out just because, just because it is the game being played that's been talked about. It is. You know, and like I've said before, I grew up in that neighborhood and uh, used to go, I mean, played football there, Mm -hmm. you know, but also as a youth would climb over the fence and... (laughs) You know, what? play pickup football. <laughs> we thought that barbed wire was an invitation to come in. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah, so. I got a few of those barbed wire scores myself. So, hey, if they got enough coats of paint, they're not going to hurt. Exactly. Right. <laughs> well, stocks suffered their worst losses in more than two years yesterday. What do you think's going on with all this? I don't think anybody knows what's going on. I think that. Uh, I think it was Fox News that I saw yesterday put a picture of the stock market in real time next to the president talking. Oh. And it's while the so while the president was saying things are going great, everything's turning around, you can see the stock ticker just kind of wow, going driving down. down. Huh? And, and I think it was just, I don't know if they were trying to what they were really trying to do other than Mm -hmm. sit there and say things aren't going well yeah you know every time you say they're going well the market closes really far down yeah you know and 
I guess somebody was being creative with that, but I, I, I'm, I, it doesn't seem helpful, though, does it? No, no, it doesn't. I think it's just one of those things where, you know, the advice I think you hear from most professionals is if you don't have to look, don't. Right. <laughs> right. That's right. And, you know, when that mail, that piece of mail comes in with your quarterly report, you say, I'm just going to go ahead and file that away right now. I don't want to <laughs> see that. Yeah. I know that happened here a few years ago. Somebody was watching, you know, numbers going up and down and this and that. And he was going, well, the insurance and this and that. And Mike Hale said, just don't look at it. Yeah. I mean, it's really the way That's it true. was at the time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Republican Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina has introduced a bill that would ban abortion after 15 weeks, except in cases of rape, incest, and risk of the mother's life. In effect, the bill would curtail abortion in some states while leaving untouched more restrictive laws in other states. As recently as August, Senator Graham had publicly insisted that the abortion issue should be left up to the states. What is he thinking, do you suppose? You know, I don't know. I think I think most things should be left up to the states, you know, for the most part. I think that's the way our government was created. Sure. And... Uh, <laughs> It just seems like he's got everybody talking about it again. It sounds like Trump just called him and said, you need to do this. You know, I, I'll i tell you what, it's a topic that I know is very uh, explosive. It and, is. And regardless of what side of the issue you are. But right now, I honestly think it's a non-issue for any political situation. If, if well, that's it a was. <laughs> yeah. I think if it's a platform you're using right now in this current election, yeah. It's going to create more havoc for you than good. It is. You know, and I read a, uh, I think it was in the Gazette yesterday that was talking about the candidates um, running, is it the 13th, yeah. um, Budzinski yes. and uh -huh. uh, Reagan uh, Deering. Deering, yeah. And I'm like, why is that even a topic you're touching? Mm -hmm. You're running for a congressional seat that really has no ability to enforce any change about that subject. And I thought it was an unnecessary topic for them to even touch on. Mm -hmm. And But boy, instead of stepping back from it, they're just yeah. both clamping down on it. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I can't figure that out. Um, it just it seems like a bad move um, in general. I think that and, and I want to say this, but I want to clarify it. I think there's more important things to, for them to be talking about right now. And it's not saying that that topic's not important. Sure. It's extremely right. important. But things that actually impact the local communities right now, whether it's inflation or jobs or it's just I, I think sometimes the people that provide political advice really don't provide good advice. <laughs> no, they, they don't because they don't focus on local issues. Mm -hmm. They go with some big national thing that people are either interested in or they're not. And it just kind of shows you how haywire that race is right now. And the polls that came, come out in the last 30 days still say that the main thing that voters are worried about is the economy. Sure. Mm -hmm. So you had Graham come out with this, but yesterday you had a big, bad economic right. problem in America with uh, Dow Jones and NASDAQ. So I always wonder when something like that happens, if it's the whole situation of pay no attention to what's happening over in my sure. left hand, but pay attention to what I'm doing with my right hand. It's well, like, that, that what are seems you doing? To be, that seems to be what Joe Biden's trying to accomplish. But the problem is, I don't think he's really got a firm grasp of what he needs to concentrate on and other things that 
need to just there, go away. There's a lot right of beliefs now. he doesn't have a firm grasp on much. Well, but, I mean. <laughs> you kind of wonder sometimes. Yeah. I mean, we make fun on this show of anything and everybody, but it's just yeah. kind of drives uh, you, you crazy know, when you see some of this stuff. It's gone from being humorous, seeing some of these videos yes. of his stuff, to now I'm starting to actually feel bad. Mm -hmm. You know, because he's continuously... Um, reaching out to shake a hand for a person that's not there, talking about something that's not the topic, yeah. can't find his way off the stage. And they had one the other day where he literally couldn't figure out how to get off the stage, so he called somebody who had already spoke to come back up. <laughs> and he so said, he could yeah, and he's like, hey, just uh, welcome back up. And then they, he walked off the stage with them, and I'm like, that doesn't wow. sound good, does I, it? Wow. If I'm a foreign country that is, you know, at odds right now with this country, I'm not all that concerned. Yeah. 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 Well, Ukraine wow. has so far recaptured more than 2,300 miles of Russian-occupied territory. Is this good news long-term, I wonder? You know what? I... I, I I think it has to be, but the, the, those folks in Ukraine, you got to give them credit. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, mean, they've. From the beginning, they said, we're not backing down. Mm -hmm. We're not giving up. And you kind of thought, okay, this is. Uh this is not going to end well. Well, yeah. But it kind of looked like stagecraft. We were going to send them some stuff and go, good luck. But, yeah, they but are. They actually are getting mm -hmm. something done. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, that the will of that country and those people is really something. And I don't know what the end result is going to be. Yeah. But they've shown a lot of resolve in saying, hey, this is our land. You're not going to push us around. Pretty amazing, really. You wonder what's going through Putin's mind right now. Well, you know, he holds all the cards in this thing, but he's being awfully quiet yes, right now. Well, there's a lot of rumors that he's in poor health, potentially, hmm. and that that's why we're not seeing him publicly. And I can't remember who I was reading last week after the Queen passed that said, okay, what world leaders will be invited to her um, funeral? Mm -hmm. And would he be one of them? Yeah. And if he was question. one of them, would he show up? Mm -hmm. And if he didn't show up, is that a sign of him being concerned of being a target for assassination sure. or, you know, some other thing? And we don't know who would be, honestly, if he'd even be invited. We don't mm -hmm. know. That's interesting. Well, when Kennedy died years ago, though, they stepped above all that stuff. And I don't know if we can anymore. But right. in those days, they did. Yeah. And just about everybody I think we've up. lost the ability to put politics aside i think you i know, think that's true i remember newt gingrich saying i don't know 20 years ago the comment that said we may disagree with each other in chambers but we'll go out and eat a steak afterwards yeah and i don't think that's happening no, anymore not anymore yep the royal hearse is to transport the coffin of queen elizabeth ii from buckingham palace to the 11th century westminster hall today where she'll lie in state before Monday's funeral at Westminster Abbey. Thousands of Londoners crowded the streets yesterday as the procession arrived in London from Scotland, where the Queen died September 8th at the age of 96. You know, I heard some people calling Penny right after this happened and saying, well, you know, why did we bother worrying about this? Because mm -hmm. this is one of the things that we founded our country on and this and that. I said, you know, she's been in power for 70 years. Yeah. You've got to respect that, if Absolutely. nothing else. you got to think what she's seen, what yep. she's been through. You oh, know, yeah. they were talking about um, her relationship as a young girl with Churchill. Mm -hmm. And then now the prime minister, I'm trying to think what it was. It was like 
she was born after you know in the 80s i guess it was yeah it, it was really yeah, that's right and you go wow you know yeah. and it, it, i think it remains to be seen what this means moving forward honestly and i mean look at the Princess Diana stuff when it happened back in the late 90s right. and how crazy we were about that and the books and the coverage. And now that was Princess Diana. This is the queen. Right. I mean, so we'll see. And I'm interested to see what these other countries that are still associated with the monarchy of what they do. You know, do they finally just cut the final strings and say, eh, we don't need your picture on our money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Democrat Mary Peltola was sworn in as a U.S. representative yesterday, becoming the first Native American member of Congress. She defeated former Governor Sarah Palin in a special election to fill an opening left by the death of uh, the late Representative Don Young. But Peltola will face Palin and other candidates in November for a full term. Yeah, it was funny. I was I, When they said that, uh, that last week, you know, it was kind of a news story to say, Palin lost. Yeah. And it's like, but did she really? No. <laughs> I mean, exactly. She kept campaigning. Which right. is why she ran in the first place. Yep. She knew that if she missed out on the first opportunity, she still had the second. Yep. And that's what's coming around. It's okay. it's crazy. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for coming in this morning. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right. We got more coming up on DWS.